Welcome back. This is the soft count. Well, I still got power. Still rocking and rolling. Fights are tonight. Pretty excited, actually. There's some really cool fights on the card tonight. I'm getting ready for the uh, Canadian Grand Prix qualifier. It's really set up nice tonight. Uh, the, the qualifier is at 4. And then that goes right into the prelims at 5 on the same channel, ESPN2. <clears throat> Pretty sweet. So the first fight in the night, well, actually, real quick, you know what time it is. Hit it. Fight night pickups. So the first fight of the night is Kyle Dawkus and this Roman, I can't say his last name. I've seen Roman fight twice now. He is fucking huge. Now here's my thing. The Dawkus boys, I think they're both like cops from Philly or something. They're fucking flabby. Like this I don't know. Kyle Dawkus is built like me. And this Roman dude is built like a fucking god. And that shit matters. Like when you saw uh, Kyle's older brother get into the ring with Derek Lewis, it's just like the, they just don't have the power. It's, they don't have the strength. They're just not built very well. Their bodies aren't well. Now, the, the Kyle Kyle kid is a heavy favorite because he's like a jiu-jitsu guy. I don't know. I don't see it. I think the first fight of the night is going to be a huge upset with Roman getting it done. Give me Roman, plus 230. The next fight's really weird. I like Phil Halls a lot. He's a stud, and I think he's going to probably have no problem with Duran Win. but I guess Duran's coming out of, with Khabib now. You know, he's kind of got, apparently he's got some really impressive skill on the ground. He is a lot shorter than Phil Halls. I don't see it. Give me Phil at minus 238. Cody Stammen and uh, Eddie Winland, Wineland. Eddie's been around forever. He's got the funny mustache and all the tats. He's going up against a young guy that's uh, the Spartan. He, he's really jacked. He's a heavy favorite. He's minus five fifty or five eighty against uh, against Eddie. Now Eddie's a Eddie's like a really good fighter. He's really tough. He's really strong. He can give you a lot of different looks. If you're into making a just a straight-up bet on somebody tonight, it's not a terrible idea to put some money on him at plus 500. He could knock him out. It's possible. Anything's possible in fighting. And anytime you see odds like that, I usually put a little money on both sides just because anything can happen. And like Eddie, will probably, I'll probably work Eddie into a parlay. But, but give me Cody to win the fight at minus 588. <laughs> the next fight is... Gloria DePaula in this uh, Maria Oliveira. Maria Oliveira had a fucking thong on at the ceremonial weigh-in. And she is built. Wow. Yowza. She's plus 220. Uh, fuck. I don't. I, I was like so. I was just like blown away by her rear. <laughs> I don't even know who's going to win this fucking fight. I guess Gloria, she's probably more of the talented fighter. Although, Maria Oliveira's gotten some knockouts. Yeah, give me Maria with an upset. Why not? Plus 220. She's bigger and stronger. Well, I don't know if she's stronger, but she's definitely got the knockout power. Let's go with her. I'm probably not going to be super invested into that fight, however. The, the next fight I really like, Ricardo Ramos is a badass. He's fighting Danny Chavez. Danny Chavez has a lot of talent, and he was supposed to be kind of this... 
this guy a lot of people thought was going to turn a corner. He just never has. He gets a little gassed. Ricardo Ramos is from the uh, Looking for a Fight series they did, and they went to check out some other fighter. And uh, this guy, he was fighting Ricardo, the guy that they were looking at, and Ricardo like beat the shit out of this dude. And they're like, well, let's sign this guy. And he's been nothing but special. Give me him at minus 286. This next fight's going to be fucking off the hook. Jeremiah Wells, Court McGee. I never bet against Court. He's just too tough. He's my guy. I love him. Minus 110 or 112. You could have got him at minus 129, but the, the odds are tightening up now after everybody saw Jeremiah Wells at weigh in. He's built like a goddamn statue. And he is a talented fighter. Court's just got a different kind of mindset. <clears throat> Natalia Silva, it's her first, it's her UFC debut. She's a champion from like some other fucking league somewhere. I don't know. She's probably the prettiest UFC fighter I've ever seen. Uh, that always worries me. <laughs> She's won five of her last six with an arm bar. And then I think the other one she won with like a rear naked choke or something. She's fighting a big girl in Jasmine. I can't say her fucking last name either. Jess U. Devicious. Give me Jasmine at minus 227. I don't think that, Natalia. I, like I said, I don't like bat, uh, betting on debut fighters. It's just rare that they get it done. Tony Kelly and Adrian Yanez is probably going to be the fight of the night. Well, that's hard to say with Calvin Cater. Tony Kelly is one of the scrappiest, filthiest fighters I've seen in a long time. And I, and I kind of put him into that category with my Derek Minners, my Tim Means, Elkins guys. Like, Tony Kelly's one of those dudes. He is just gangster. Adrian Yanez has proven to be, like, an uh, up-and-coming superstar, possibly. They both look really, really good. The odds are pretty surprising, though. Plus 245 for Tony Kelly. And Tony Kelly was the guy last time that, like, admitted to, like, grabbing the dude's gloves and... Just like cheating throughout the fight. He just doesn't give a shit. He's all about winning. And you notice it his way in. Like he had to have the tent put up around him to make weight. He, you know, he's he's always on the edge. But when you see his head and I see guys like him, I'm always like, man, that's a tough, that's a tough out. Yanez at 270. I think Yanez is on his way to a belt. Give me Yanez at 270. Minus 270. Gregory Rodriguez is one of my go-to guys, the Robocop. He's minus 179 against Julian Marquez. Taking Gregory Rodriguez. So this next fight, everybody's, everybody loves this Demir dude. He's uh, Ismagulov. He's supposed to be this really spectacular fighter, and he is. He is. He's really talented. He's won like 18 fights in a row. He's really great. But this Gurom dude is fucking ripped. And I watched him fight once now, and he is also special, and I don't see him being a plus 155. I'm taking him for the upset. Garam, plus 155. The next fight, I'm going to go with Joaquin Buckley. He's been, he's, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm sorry. Albert Durav is the, is the Russian dude. Give me Albert. Joaquin Buckley, though, has been training with that fucking charlatan up in Detroit. He's big and strong, and he does some things really well. Albert Albert, he's kind of got his whole shtick. He's going, he's going with the uh, Hazmat kind of shtick. He's saying brother and smash and all that shit. He's really kind of playing that up. He'll probably get the dub. Kevin Holland and Tim Means. This is the fight I've been going back and forth in my head all week. Tim Means didn't... 
He's come in in better shape before. I don't love the body that he came in with, so give me Kevin. Hit minus 300. Joe Luzon and Donald Cerrone. Cerrone. I'm taking Joe at minus 140, or at plus 150. Joe is just a better ground game. Can get a sub on Donald. Donald just looks old. I don't know. I'm over Donald. This main event, this main event looks like it could be one of the best main events. I mean, I say that the last week's main event was fantastic. I just think that Josh Emmett, he throws gas. This dude, he's looking for a super knockout. And Calvin Cater is just gangster. He's grown on me. He's grown on me. He's grown on me. He's bigger than Josh. He's got. He's more accurate. He's got better accuracy in his punches. He's got better hands, better hand speed. I don't think he's got the power of Josh. The other thing that worries me about Josh is his wrestling. But I'm going to take Calvin at minus 233. Those are my picks for tonight. I like most of them. There's a couple fights that I am worried about. Uh, the main event being one. Because I've seen Calvin look bad. That's the thing that people forget. Calvin looked really, really bad against Max Holloway. He looked like he shouldn't be in the octagon. And then against Giga, who I think a lot of people would argue was a better opponent, even though that's not true. Max, to me, is one of the greats. But everyone thought Giga was a killer, and he's on his way up. He looks like the professional from the movie, Leon the Professional. He just looks psycho. And Calvin punished that dude. And so I've seen two... I've seen one of the best performances and one of the worst performances in UFC from the same guy. <clears throat> I'm hoping that he's just turned the corner now, and that's that's the performances we'll get from here going forward. You know, from here on out, that's what the Calvin we're gonna get. We won't see that Max Holloway like he learned from that fight, and so we won't see that again. I'll give you a few parlays before we do our um, all the favorites. One of my favorite parlays this weekend is going to be uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, Cater, Calvin Cater at minus 233, Kevin Holland at minus 300, Court McGee at minus 100, and Garam at plus 155. That's a four-way parlay. Put 100 bucks on it, that's uh, $900. Now, that's three, well, two heavy favorites, one pick'em favorite, and one, and one pick'em underdog. Four things need to happen. That's a nice parlay right there. And I like I like all those guys to win. Another three-way parlay I really like right now is Philip Hawes at minus 238. Roman, the first fight of the night, at plus 230. He's my big upset of the night. And Ricardo Ramos at minus 286. $100, that'll get you 635 bucks. Not a bad bet. Let's take a look at the all the favorites. All right, so if you were to take all the favorites tonight, uh, $1 is plus 18000 so that would get you $186 tonight on all the favorites. And like I said, we do that every fight night. One of them will hit, and we're all going to have a little party, and we'll get online and do our blow our $186 for the night. But it, it does happen. I got a buddy that you that will put a hundred on on all the favorites every weekend. Now you might think that that's a crazy thing to do, but like I said, this thing hits. If you were to put a hundred on it this week, and that's eighteen thousand dollars if all the favorites were to win. And you think 
I mean, I've happened, I've seen it happen several times in the last in the last couple of years, and I I pretty much just keep track of things for the last two years on my betting. Going back further than that, it's like you're getting into other eras of of the sport. So I give myself a, like a two year window, and I look back at my bets within the last two years in whatever given sport. Like for instance, last what was it? Last it was only probably like four or five months ago that all the favorites won. And so if I were to put you know. $100, if you do $100 every weekend, <clears throat> that's going to add up. But when it does hit, it's going to hit and be twenty grand or something crazy. I don't do that. For the sake of the podcast, we just do a dollar, and then we fuck around with the winnings. Pretty fun. So those are our fight night pickups. I'm getting revved up for the Monaco Grand, uh, Grand Prix qualifier here in a second. The I can't really tell who's the fastest. It appears that that uh, Max Verstappen's been going the fastest all weekend. It's hard to say. I've been watching the practices. It's really sweet. Since um, Really since Drive to Survive happened, ESPN has been ad- like showing the practice races, the practice tracks and shit. It's really sweet. And so you get a chance to see who's really going fastest, but they all kind of sandbag. Nobody really gives their best lap in practice. <laughs> so it's, hard, it's really hard to see who's, who's going to be really talented on the track that weekend. And, and you'll hear them in qualifier, like, so-and-so has been fastest all weekend. And then they're, like, 11th and out at Q2 or something. It's crazy. So, anyway, I'll be checking back in tomorrow after the UFC event. We'll do a little review, talk about where I was right, where I was wrong. We'll see how we do. And I hope you guys enjoy the fights, enjoy the race. Talk to you soon. <laughs>